31st of Radical Bud Bud. We have come a long way. But uh, yeah, this episode was going to be about a continuation for the previous episode, uh, you know, which was about uh, marriage and relationship. Uh, me and Sampurna were disp- discussing about it. But uh, unfortunately, Sampurna was not able to join today because of her submissions. So, you know, we might just move it to some another episode but uh, in today's episode i actually want to talk about japan <laughs> okay so this is a bit unconventional thing which i would be talking about because neither i've been to japan nor uh, you know i have very in-depth knowledge about japan but you know recently i have feel very fascinated about japanese culture uh, and as long as you're just here to sleep listening to me might I as well you know listen about something Japanese while you sleep the Japanese culture is like a bubble I feel it's like a bubble they they are in their own bubble and that's I, I mean the the inside of the bubble is actually better than the outside of bubble I mean, generally we use this phrase like, you know, you're inside the bubble. So it's it's like, you know, you are in your sweet spot and you don't know what's going on outside. But uh, I want to use this analogy in another way where the inside of the bubble is actually better than the outside. And, you know, I would want to be in that bubble. So it's a good bubble to be in. And this is what I've started feeling about Japan mostly because of the videos that i have been watching you know uh, mostly youtube just recommends me a lot of um, you know how things are made or how things are done or what's the culture and you know generally youtube has been mercy on me and you know good to me that it recommends me keep recommending this stuff to me and uh, i have been watching a lot of uh, videos where the young Japanese uh, people are still maintaining the rituals or maintaining the, uh, you know, uh, the manufacturing techniques or, you know, the things, how they were done maybe 100 years, 200 or 500 years back. They're still maintaining the same culture and also the, how do you say, the same methods, how things were manufactured. So, made be a teapot. I mean, see, the the teapot itself it looks like any other teapot okay um, you know any other teapot you might buy for from dmart you know you might it's it's the same thing but the amount of effort that has been put in making that you know and every time i see such video so for example a teapot itself the person who is making it, you know, he's not a fancy guy. I mean, he's not, you know, some big in a big factory or 
in a you know in a suit or tie the the owner of that company or anything like that it's usually a family owned business so very small in their shed or something and you know they are wearing very rough and ragged clothes they have a small house and usually they you know work in their own place and each of the item they make requires like enormous amount of time okay everything is done manually there are no machines mostly there are no mach- machines involved in the whole manufacturing uh, scenario because they still believe in manufacturing the same way it used to be done you know 100 200 or 500 years back and each of the hammer each of the you know uh, uh, cutting tool or anything which they use it is like exactly the same how it has been been used for years and years now but more of that i mean like keeping the tools and the process itself aside each of such japanese video made be a you know a, a scissor made be a teapot made be a japanese knife or anything like that all of such video has one thing common that they talk about their culture first they talk about their culture they you know culture about why is that knife or that uh, that teapot is so important why it should be you know uh, manufactured with with taking care and why it should last for years and years i mean they say you buy this thing and it's passed on generations i mean you buy it now your your grandsons or you know more of that like next for next 150 or 100 like 200 years this would run in your family i mean they they make the things that could run in your family and be a heritage of your family and that's what their objective is and you know the these stuff sell for enormous amount of money i mean i saw a knife they were they were making it sells for like $5000 $6000 and it's it looks like a normal life i mean even uh, you know they were saying that it, the basic function is just like a knife but the best knife in the world okay and the biggest part is it would stay the best knife in the world for a very long amount of time and this is what i felt fascinating about and uh, you know looking at someone putting so much effort just forgetting the world because uh, you know they don't use phones or while while they are into their workshop they are completely dedicated on what they are doing so just just looking at someone putting so much effort into what they are making that's this is i think that's just another level of therapy but beyond this i also watched some videos about how japanese cities are planned even tokyo or kyoto how they are planned i'm i mean definitely there are some metropolitan areas where you know there are just offices and people live in apartment buildings and just go to the office but uh, mostly the outskirts or downtowns or you know all of these places are uh, planned in such a way that if someone st- stays in in an apartment building or in a house 
their workplace is mostly in like like in 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 5 minutes of the vicinity they they don't believe in like they don't like traveling a lot for work yeah definitely in again in metropolitan cities it's there but overall all around japan they always like to work where they stay first second around that place itself they would have all the facilities like like a school or like uh, you know or a small restaurant i mean like not many options but just a small restaurant a grocery store and everybody goes on that places itself they like to be in that circle itself they like to be in that community they don't like to travel a lot just go somewhere else just you know keep on uh, you know you want to go to the best coffee cafe you just go uh, you know every time you go for a very you know long distance or something like that they don't like to do that they like to be in their vicinity and their community and the community is so bind so well i mean um, i was looking at this one example where uh, the the elderly i mean the people who retire from their job maybe after 60 65 whatever the retirement age is there and once they retire from it they don't like to sit at home because the all their life they have been working because japanese are one of the most hardest worker they just work 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 it's all the japanese culture is all just about work so once they have worked for so long their whole life they wouldn't like to sit at home so what they do is after they get retired they there are some uh, you know this social service job this is like government pays them but something like cleaning the road or cleaning the uh, railing systems or anywhere uh, or even uh, helping the kids get to school managing the local traffic so these are some of the jobs which elderly people do there and they get paid by government for it it's a very small and you know not not so painstaking jobs but uh, the senior citizens actively take this they definitely it's good for their uh, commercial support but more of they don't like to sit at home they don't like to just stop their work so all of their life is just around work and about the japanese language itself i mean this is something i learned very recently i have not learned japanese language though i would wish to i mean i would love to learn it but uh, what i came to know about this is there are in in japanese there are words and there are phrases for which there is no english equivalent or any other language equivalent i mean see whatever phrases and sentences are there in english you will find them in hindi marathi or you know just for sake even in spanish and even like all of these are interchangeable you can find cross references all around and almost all of the words have some or the other relative meanings but japanese words japanese phrases phrases there are many of such which just don't have a word in english like you cannot describe it in english 
how much ever you try there is not even a close word which can describe that thing i i don't know what example i had uh, you know learned about i am it's so dumb of me so dumb of me that i just forgot it you know while recording this podcast but there are many such words that don't have any meaning in english but they entirely entirely make sense in japanese so and even i you know uh read some of the japanese proverbs which are super fascinating super fascinating so this is the one uh proverb i read it's it says the tongue is but 3 inches long yet it can kill a man 6 feet high okay so a tongue is but 3 inches long uh though it can kill a man who is 6 feet high definitely something to think about but um uh, for last about 45 minutes uh, subconsciously i'm thinking about this one proverb one kind word can warm three winter months i'll repeat one kind word can warm three winter months i don't know why i'm just trying to relate this this specific uh, proverb to my life i mean all over my life if someone has you know said something which was needed for that hour or that moment of time and how they that made me feel you know so that one kind word or even throughout the board i mean across the board i am trying to think uh something like an empathy or i'm just i'm just trying to relate this sentence to my life i don't know why this has this sentence has just uh got me i like if somebody has uh heard this podcast until now like it's 15 minutes now i think so if you have heard this what does this proverb mean to you or you know can you think of some incident that would describe this one kind word can warm three winter months ha huh. so this was just you know one of the lightest podcast episode uh probably you must have slept in the first 5 minutes itself but uh, any which case if you haven't thank you so much for listening me until now and uh i'll see you next but yeah just just one more thing um this is one new feature of uh, spotify where you could i could ask you questions and you can answer them in spotify app itself so there's a section if you scroll this uh, podcast uh, uh, the podcast page itself uh, for this episode if you scroll it down you would find a question related to this episode uh, i'm not sure what question i am going to get to ask you today but uh, definitely by 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 the time i sleep i'm going to think something so yeah just let me know just some fun activity let me know what do you think about that question and uh, just answer me or respond me till then peace out